0: Uh, man, NCAA tournaments popping off. My alma mater, NSU. We got flu flam by Baylor, but hey, we still had a great season, man. Me regular season champs, tournament. <laughs> great season, guys. Shout Be out home. player of the year, Joe Bryant Jr., shout out coach Jones, shout out everybody on the squad, man. Shout Be out. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jamal made a guest appearance at NSU. Behold, behold,
1: behold. Let's get it, baby. I'm always a Spartan for life. Man, he's can't-
0: a man. Them niggas in the NIT this year. Y'all should win it, though.
1: Can't take that that's that, that spart- Spartanmanship away from me. Yeah,
0: look at how you stutter. It's not even real. That's why you stuttering like that. It's hey, on I'm,
1: I'm a Spartan for life, man. You can't take it away no matter how much you try. It's my alma mater. I'm an alum.
0: Where'd you graduate from though? Where's your paperwork?
1: I'm an alum, man. Where's your paperwork? Norfolk State alumni.
0: Where's your paperwork? Do they ever send you anything from the Alumni Association? No, because you're a ram. Moving on.
1: Black and yellow, man.
0: Shopper suit convos, we here. And you know, I'm a journalist, old school. I used to write in the newspaper in college, high school. And one thing we do is retractions. So I have a couple of retractions because I've been disrespectful and I want to apologize. Some were mistakes I made in the heat of the moment and some were just blatant cap. Okay, so I apologize. These are my following retractions. Cal Ripken Jr., he actually did win the World Series in 1983. Damn. And he has two MVPs. So I have to put more respect in his name. He is a Iron,
1: Iron Man. That's what they call him.
0: Yeah, because he played a lot of games, but they never let us know how nice he was. They just said he played a lot. Hmm. So that's their fault. They didn't teach us enough about how special Cal Ripken Jr. was.
1: Did he only play with the Orioles?
0: Yeah, one-man team, old school. Wow. Wow. His dad was the manager, and he played with his brother, Billy, you know, just the family.
1: I didn't know he had a brother. I only knew about his dad.
0: Yeah, his brother, Billy. He was just, he does stuff for, like, MLB Network. He was player-hating on somebody yesterday damn but i had i also have to apologize to the kicker former redskins kicker mark mosley that won the mbp
1: mr mosley
0: yeah I, I called him mark murphy or somebody who cares he's just a kicker but i apologize mark mosley what else did i do oh yeah i, I called fat joe a forgettable rapper i forgot what the terror squad does to people if you disrespect so i'm sorry sir
1: yeah, you don't want no problem with them. Uh, yeah, I parties. heard y'all
0: had Jay-Z running around, and that's another one of my I have to apologize for saying I love Jay-Z a certain era when I'm not a Jay-Z fan. My homies were saying, What you love Jay-Z? What? Yeah, so I apologize. Jay-Z, I love you as a man, as a Whoa. child of God. But basically, it's not for me, brother.
1: What? What are you talking about?
0: Well, so what what do you mean? You know I'm not a Jay-Z fan.
1: Dang, you don't like um You Must Love Me, the song. That song um, cranks, bro.
0: I don't think I cared about it. I've, I've been just, bumping Jay-Z all week. I just keep hearing Kelly Price singing. I don't really be hearing what he's saying. I don't like, if I don't like the beat, I'm never going to care about what you're saying.
1: So. Kelly Price did her thing on that song.
0: Yeah, but I just didn't like the beat, like I said.
1: I've been bumping Jay-Z all, I've been bumping literally New York shit in the gym all week.
0: Oh, that's your big homie. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: No, but I've been bumping like Styles P and like Kiss and shit.
0: Okay, oh yeah, this is my last apology. Fat Joe and Noriega, you guys are rap Hall of Famers, but as contributors, not as artists. But if you un- encapsulate everything, Nori for his solo career, his group career, and now his podcasting and media career, he's definitely a Hall of Famer. Fat Joe, if you look at his solo career, him finding Fat Joe, DJ Khaled. I mean Big pun oh yeah yeah sorry big pun making niggas lick the bottom of their shoes you want to you might be the only rapper that michael jordan actually likes so hey you are hall of famer big dog so and remy
1: ma and remy ma
0: yeah remy ma i thought that was big puns homegirl and then you know, you're know, right you're yeah, right so but i mean yeah, it counts too that's the family so yeah, Fat Joe, Noriega, you guys are Hall of Famers. That's the end of my retractions. You got any retractions, Jamal? Yeah, I was going to
1: ask. What do I need to apologize for? What, what did the streets say that, that I said was flagrant?
0: Uh, Nothing. They like your hot takes, man. They know you're a dangerous brother, but with me, it was just some things they said, Dan. Hey, you got to look that up again, brother. this
1: Clay, like ain't say I, nothing. You know, he, he never hesitates to uh, let me know when I'm lost. Shout
0: out to Claytus. Uh. Like I said, they were talking. They didn't like how we were showing love to Pablo Juan like that. I think they were offended that we were trying to say how impactful he was when they didn't view that like that. And they look at the uh, the DC metropolitan areas being totally original. It was never about Pablo Juan. They got wow. that flow themselves. <laughs> Pablo was never. They also said Pablo was wasn't a real gangster. He was paying drug rich peso for protection and all this shout out marcus you know my atlanta brother he's from the west side zone three to be exact so he's letting me know what's going on so those are some of the things they just it wasn't anything you really said it was just they didn't like the perspective we took that's all shout out
1: drug rich peso man
0: yeah shout out him and shout out his brother hector
1: shout out peso peso too
0: yeah it's
1: my favorite mexican Thing, and um, I'm trying to shout think. out Chingo Bling too.
0: Yeah, the Tamale King. That, that's my favorite Mexican if I had to pick one. But let's get into the show, man. But first, we got to let you know, man. Daylight saving started. Everybody's getting active. But no one's getting more active than DJ a. Ball Mall. This brother lives in the gym, man. Let us know your workout regimen and how you get your mind, your body, and your spirit right for the summer.
1: Well, I do the push pull leg, um, system where one day I do all my push workouts. Like, um, it works like chest, shoulders, triceps, like bench and like shoulder presses and like, um, the tricep joint with the cables. Then the next day I'll do all the pulling motions, like pull-ups, um, all the pulling workouts that work your back and biceps at the same time. And then I'll do leg day like today was my leg day you know what i'm saying i'm walking around um shaking and jiggling because uh my legs uh feel oh, like jelly and um also <laughs>
0: you don't you ain't walking around nowhere around me shaking and jiggling
1: <laughs> hey man that's what it'd be like after leg day so i do the push pull joint it's dope because you get to like really ma- uh, max out on like certain like uh, muscles and you know what yeah. i mean and i just i don't know how i get my mind right you know what i mean it's just sometimes you just want to be great you know what i mean like I'm about to be 31. It's like time is ticking. I'll never be able to like have this energy again and have this, you know what I'm saying? So I got to capitalize on it now so I can keep it this way forever. You know what I mean? And I'm, and also healthy eating. That's one of the ways, you know, I drink fruit smoothie every morning. Um, I don't really eat snacks and shit that much. Like I still pig out, like I'm a fat boy at heart, but majority of the food I eat is like whole foods, fruits and veggies. I don't eat as much meat, you know what I'm saying? So it's all about what you put in your body, for sure. Drink a gallon of water every day. You know what I mean? Those kind of things help it out. And the music. Like, I've been on a D-block, DMX, gutter Jay-Z type of vibe lately. You know what I'm saying? I need my music when I'm in a gym. It's oh, so you've important. been
0: listening to those type of records because you want to restore the feeling of when New Yorkers used to do sit-ups and pull-ups at stop signs?
1: Yeah, basically. Yep.
0: I respect that. That's gangster.
1: And Jadakiss knows how to do like pull ups. Oh, come shit. on, man.
0: He's one of the best.
1: You know, he does everything. I feel like he, I've seen him spin a basketball, like two basketballs on his hand.
0: I wouldn't be surprised.
1: He can break dance. He does all kinds of shit. Like, I didn't know he could do all this. Yeah, and he goes ball when he doesn't have to. Come
0: on, genius.
1: You know what I'm saying? And Styles P uh, has a juice bar now. So it makes sense.
0: Yeah, man. Healthy lifestyle. Me, I'm an obese, fat fuck, but I'm not going to be like that forever. I'm going to get my sexy on. I'm going to get my health on because how can I be the boss that I see in my mind if I'm not physically able to do it? So I'm putting in that work. I'm trying to be like Jamal when I grow up.
1: You need to use your Ashanti lineage and work those muscles, man. Don't you want to be a young, I know he's not Ashanti, but don't you want to be a young Dominican Sioux out here in these streets?
0: Yeah, call me be a Cameroonian because, oh, because we're light-skinned Africans. Is that why?
1: Hey man, he's just a swole African uh, heavy D, man.
0: Shout out to that brother, man.
1: I feel like he's one of the big boys that wouldn't mind taking his shirt off at the pool. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I feel you on that. Him and you know Aaron, what I'm saying? Aaron Donald is my role model.
1: Yeah, like, like that, man. You got too much. You know what I mean? You, you African, dog. you supposed to be killing it in the gym. You probably can squat like 500.
0: Yeah, African, too, brother. Embrace it.
1: You damn right I'm African. I'm not no damn... America, you know how them niggas be acting like uh, we're <laughs> we're in America and we come from America. Yeah, shit. American
0: descendant of slavery. Shout out yeah. to Ados, man, I love you, brothers and no,
1: sisters. I am definitely African for sure. Are you a
0: foundational Black American?
1: Hey man, I'm an African that happened to be from America. Me too. That's nice. You know what I'm saying. So it is what it is.
0: All right, let's get into this week's pocket. I said pockets, topics. Before we start, we were going to talk about um the worst diss songs ever, but that seg- that can be an episode of, by itself. It's too good. we going to do that one day. Don't jack it, y'all. But let's just start on some current music. You know, last week, two albums came out. One for the underground, so to speak. One for the mainstream. One trying to chase the charts and one staying true to itself. We're talking about Dirk. 7220 his seventh studio album I believe damn yeah yeah man (laughs) he's been around a long time and then of course Tana Talk 4 with Benny the Butcher so I'll start with Dirk because that's the first album I listened to I'm not a Dirk fan the first time I ever heard a Dirk project was the leak of No Auto Dirk, the project that never came out with Metro Boomin'. And that project was what I would want from a Dirk album of just him rapping on great uptempo beats because I feel like he is a great rapper. I know he's a melodic king, but I feel like he really stands out when he raps because he has a cool voice. He has a nice tone. It stands out on aggressive beats. So seeing the singles like "Aha." I wanted more of that energy on the album, but unfortunately, it's like I just got a big piano ballad, and it's not <laughs> GPs like Beethoven. It's all sad minor chords. I feel like the DMV also says they kind of invented oh that goodness. production.
1: <laughs> oh, damn, I
0: feel like they say they invented that production style, like the minor chords, the piano. I don't know though.
1: Oh, I mean, they do. Their piano flow is different.
0: Yeah, it's more up tempo, but though it's more jumpy, right?
1: It's more like yeah, like boom, 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 like it's just like different, so they can do their that DMV flow on it. It's not like, um, like I feel like Dirk was on like the Notorious Thugs type of piano beats.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> and he was. He needs to rap on that beat, actually. Well, some people need to rap on that beat. These are melodic ass rappers.
0: Hey man, let's focus on the album. <laughs> 70 to 20 dedicated to the address I believe his grandmother had I like that the album was limited in features it's only Gunna, future and a uh, summer walker i also like the length of the album it's only about 45 minutes but like I said even though there's a lot of different producers here all the music sounds the same for the most part you can kind of like fall out of a zone and just be like, oh, shit, what? The album's almost over. Whoa, what happened? Out of the 17 songs, AHA stands out to me. Shoot out at my crib because we know the story that it really happened.
1: Petty because it has future. Go ahead. Hurry nah,
0: up. No interviews. Petty too. Because eh. it has future. I mean you know future i think he had a line sometimes future all you need is a line for me to like it and i think he did say something that i like but I, I, i'm not gonna lie to you i only heard the song once so i can't really say it's a standout uh let me see if i can find the line
1: but uh, uh outside of that
0: uh yeah that's about it uh
1: kids hey what about um keep on um the one that's after grow up it's called keep on speaking when he was doing like that country music kind of flow kind of oh shit. yeah i
0: didn't want that they that girl, shit would because i'm dark skinned <laughs> no he said
1: something like um something i can hear it in my ear i don't know i want him to do more of that that country I like boy that.
0: morgan morgan watland might have taught him that flow i i
1: like that song that song was like i was like Okay, Dirk, I like that you're being kind of experimental. It reminded me of Thug, though. I'm not going to lie. It reminded me of Beautiful Thugger Girls Thug. Hey, man, I actually, that's um, another I, one of his dads. You know what I'm saying? that's what it, it reminded me of Future at first, but then I was thinking, like, this kind of sounds like Thug. But, like, to me, the album sounds very Future-esque. I hate saying it over and over about different artists, because I want to give them their own time and shine. I it was actually... Is Future a piano rapper like this? The only time he
0: gets piano beats is Zaytoven, which all you kids should be doing as well
1: i think mainly like the way he was flowing kind of and like the way he was flowing reminded me of future and his voice i think it's mainly his voice probably his voice kind of sounds a little reminds me of future but to me the album was good but like you said it kind of sounds like one big song and his flow was kind of the same like i know some niggas that's doing I would talk to Keisha and them. And she told me something was gonna make me better. My grandma told me blah 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 blah. Like it was kind of like that flow over and over. But I like what 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 he was saying and like how he was flown. Like I I feel like he's he's gotten way better as a rapper. I think that if it would have more songs like Aha, that would have made it a better album. But I think if you like Dirk, you're gonna like this album. It's not a bad album at all. I was literally just listening to it when I was working out and um he's pretty introspective. And, um, I like that. And he, uh, I, like you, like you though, I can't really remember everything he was saying, but he was saying some cool stuff. Like he was talking about how he can't really, like, obviously he can't vote. He got two felonies and mentioning stuff about his dad, like being a Aki and he hollers, he hollers at his dad's friends every now and then to check in with them. And, um, you know what I mean? He talking about his brother, his cousin, Talking about growing up at his grandma's house, not really, like, the water bill is high. He has to, like, fill up buckets to take a bath and, you know what I'm saying, like, do laundry at his next-door neighbor's house. And, you know what I mean? Like, he he let you get inside, uh, paused a little bit. But I just think it needed a little bit more diversity in the songs. They were They kind of all sound the same, but they're not bad, though. I don't think it's a bad album.
0: See, I didn't get to hear none of those lyrics because I was stuck in a beat. Like I tried to tell you, bro, this is my way. I start listening to music. Everything is since I was young. It's like, first I like the first I have to like the beat. Then if I like the beat, I have to like the flow. Then if I like the beat and the flow, then I'll listen to what you're saying. I didn't even get that far because it was like, Hold on! Oh, this is a this is your love song. Is the same beat you was crying on three beats ago. So
1: yeah, I, I actually liked that though. I was like, okay, I could kind of deal with this love song. It's not like an annoying. Oh, like this is a love song, right dot. Right? Like just you know how they do that shit. Like yeah, you can just tell it was, immediately it's a love song. I like that. It was kind of in that vein that it was, and I also kind of like
0: stand out. It doesn't stand out as a love song if all your songs are like that.
1: But Summer Walker was doing her thing on the beat
0: though. Yeah, she she's has a beautiful voice. She's gifted. Shout out to her.
1: Shoot out of my crib was tight. Um, like I said, I like. I think it's called keep keep it on speaking. I don't know. I don't. I keep can't it even on speak on. Yeah, I like that shit. That shit was. That's one of the best songs to me. And, Federal um,
0: nightmares is a nice song. I do like the message. I mean, cause like uh, Pimp C used to say, "Rest in peace." Hey, if you're going to talk about all this trap stuff, all this trap stuff, you got to talk about the downside, too. You got to talk about losing. And like you said, Dirk talks about that. He doesn't just glorify the streets. He talks about how messed up and cold it is, how it Which, can break up a family. So it's fe- real.
1: Was Federal Nightmares the one where his voice was kind of changing?
0: Maybe. I, I thought it was the, the grow up, keep it on speaker.
1: Cause one song, his voice was like they were doing like effects on it, and once again, I hate saying this, it reminded me of Future a lot. Like to me, this sounds like a like Future like this is like he a used Future. To say,
0: Little Dirk was Future's best son. Is he not anymore?
1: Um, or do you think hmm.
0: he's elevated from that? That he's his own person now?
1: Because everybody's
0: influenced by somebody.
1: You can just hear the Future influence heavy on this album. I don't know if he's Future's best son. It would have to either be him or, and I don't even want to say the other person because I don't want to put these two next to each other. But I don't really think Youngboy's oh, a future yeah, kid either. Yeah. I don't think Youngboy's a future kid that much. I can't really say that. But, um, hmm, Future's best son. We should figure that out one of these days.
0: I mean, see either Little Baby, Little Dirk, or, uh, yeah, who else?
1: And Gunna didn't do bad, but he didn't do all that either on this album. Yeah, but I liked hearing yeah. Gunna on that beat. Yeah, it's cool. Shout out
0: Chop Squad DJ on the beat.
1: But Dirk, yes. I think Dirk did good. To me, this is like the reason why I hit him and Lil Baby's album sounded the way it sounded. I feel like Dirk... Because liked...
0: to placate towards what Lil Baby... Or what Dirk wants.
1: Yeah, to me. Yeah. But I do want to see a little bit more flossing from Dirk. Like, he got diamonds in his teeth, and he got chains and shit like i want him to like floss a little bit more but he's been through a lot of stuff in his life he's lost a lot of family members you know what i'm saying so he lost a lot of close friends so i feel like this album represented that and that's kind of like where he was at but hopefully he can drop maybe his deluxe will have some more turned up oh, shit on it don't do a deluxe you know lebron's deluxe the joint lebron created maybe that will have more like turned up songs on it Hopefully this
0: this album already has bonus tracks on it. 16 is pissed me off a song he put out last fall. I knew I heard that. And then the song with the white boy that came out in December, he made that the last song. I didn't listen to that song.
1: Me neither. I didn't listen to that.
0: So he, those are bonus tracks, whether he wants to say it or not. That's why those two songs are the oldest songs. And they're the last two on the album. He better not put out a deluxe.
1: Basically, if you working out or some shit, listen to this album I think really? aren't you gonna be yeah. crying nah you're gonna be like pretending like 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 it's your struggle and working hard like fuck this shit like I gotta come up from from the bottom type shit that's how I felt
0: is it good to embrace someone else's pain if it's not your own though sometimes I feel like art makes us do that and then you realize hey why am I listening to this my life is pretty good you know what made who made me figure that out as a kid? Who? Kid Cudi, bro. Freshman year. Freshman year of college, Man on the Moon comes out. I love the album. I'm listening to it all the time. I hear about how sad his life is. and I'm like, man, I feel bad for him. But then I'm looking around like, hey, I'm a freshman in college. There's a lot of beautiful girls here. <laughs> Why well, I gotta be sad for it? This is his life.
1: I mean, no disrespect to Kid Cuddy, but I don't even know what the fuck he was sad for. Oh, look. <laughs> I mean, I understand, like, I know a little bit about his life. Like, you know, I don't know about his father, his uncle. You can't, but
0: say, you can't say what triggers somebody. I'm just saying, horrible. compared to
1: Dirk. I'm just saying, compared to Dirk. I mean, like, Dirk, you know what I mean? You can, you know why he's sad, like, you know what I mean? Like, he talks about even before rap. Like, yeah, he's from Gangland. Exactly, like, losing people before he was a rapper, growing up poor. Then when he becomes famous, he lost a lot of people. But, I mean, I don't necessarily embrace their pain, but I feel like everybody has their own pain so it's like you don't have to necessarily embrace their pain to a t but you there might be things that they say that remind you of yourself or like you might be able to relate to certain pains that they have but kid cuddy i wish i would embrace that type of fucking suburban i'm i'm not cool in high school ass pain
0: hey that hurts a lot of people man you never know you never know what that does because you were a cool kid in high school. You were nah, a star football player. No,
1: I was not a star football player. <laughs>
0: oh, you wasn't? Were you no, not a so icy starter?
1: Of course I was a so icy starter, but I wasn't okay a star.
0: you did numbers, bro.
1: Nah, I did I Me, I did okay. I just,
0: me, I was never like the most popular kid, but people knew me. I always looked at myself like I'm the kid that the cool kids know is cool, but not everybody knows is cool.
1: That's I wasn't no goddamn cool kid in no goddamn high school. You weren't? No. I mean,
0: I don't want to say certain Not things. Not at
1: that punk-ass school. No, that shit oh, don't count. Lord. Anybody can be cool at that school. That shit Anybody don't count.
0: Anybody can be cool anywhere if you have that personality.
1: Hey, man, I was always just a nigga that just knew people and just, you know what I mean, did my thing. Shout you know out
0: Forrest Where you're, pro- you're the worst school I ever went to socially, but hey, it wasn't that bad when I look back at it.
1: No, nah, that shit was horrible.
0: I don't
1: know, man. Horrible. It Horrible. was just high school. Yeah, fuck high school. I don't even care about that shit. I don't remember none of my teachers' names.
0: Yeah, uh, shout out Miss Williams. Senior year, she did a lot for me. You shout, know. Out Ms. Uh, shout out Miss
1: McDonald, man.
0: Shout out Miss McDonald as well. One of Woo. my favorite teachers.
1: Never got to get her. I wanted her so bad.
0: Hey, man, she's out there somewhere. Shout out Miss McDonald. I'm looking for you, girl. Man, she
1: was very pretty.
0: Yeah, she was, and very nice.
1: I remember the oceanography teacher, Mr. Zuck.
0: All right, enough high school talk. I, I remember his name, but I don't think I ever had him.
1: But yeah, Dirk's album. Pretty good. <laughs> if you like uh crying music, like a lot of you do. A lot of you like that crying shit a lot. Um, but he don't he ain't really crying, he's spitting though. He ain't really singing, he's he talks. Nah, he's he's yeah,
0: he's not crying. I don't want to call it crying like he's just complaining about nothing. Nah, he's going through, he's expressing himself, he goes through real life issues. This is a way he can express himself. And I respect that. It's just not what I want to listen to because you mentioned his name and you say you're tired of bringing him up, but hey, future is my favorite artist of all time. A lot of things that these kids are doing, they're great at it, but I already have future for it. So I don't need you guys. That's how I look at a lot of this music, especially when you're just going to be all using the same beats. And
1: speaking of the other guy that I mentioned, um, AI uh, little top, his music is what I really listen to in the gym. I need that you Louisiana need that you
0: bounce, that funk. yeah,
1: that Louisiana anger. I need that shit. That shit is crazy in the gym. You, oh yeah, if you need huh? If you need some motivation in the gym, guys, listen to Young Boy Never Broke Again.
0: Shout out to that brother. Let's speak because you said you were listening to New York rappers. All the time in the gym this week. What about Benny the Butcher? Tana Talk Four. Did that get in your rotation? Cause you're a fan of his.
1: Yeah, it did. And um, of course, I like Johnny P's Caddy, the song with J Cole. I still think that. I mean, J Cole did his thing, but I kind of like Benny's verse a little bit more. Um, we get. I, I, I don't know. That's just me. J Cole did yeah, his I, thing. Man.
0: I, they both did their thing. It's just J Cole was rapping about rapping.
1: Yeah, he basically. did in
0: a cool way because he can't compare his life story to what Benny the Butcher went against. Because we know this, we're suburban dudes. If it's like if we were rappers and we had to rap with Benny the Butcher, you can't how can you out struggle him? He sold crack. You have to do something else.
1: And he struggled in rap from Buffalo.
0: Yeah, and he got shot. How can you compete with that? You have to do something else. It's the same and thing. Like like on TakeOver, or not, sorry, not TakeOver, Renegade, Jay-Z kills his verse. Eminem kills his verse in a different way. He can't do what Jay-Z does because he's not a street guy. He's not even Black. So he has to do something else.
1: And Nas, Eminem didn't murder Jay-Z. His yeah, flow was his just, flow was just better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His flow was better, but what Jay-Z said was some real shit. Like, that's one of Jay-Z's uh, best verses.
0: It is. I always loved it. Just, I had to hustle back to the walls, ashy knuckles. Like, yeah, man. I just like the simplicity of that. Like, imagine just the visualism. I like that. Like, Jay-Z does kill his verse. He goes crazy.
1: Yeah. But, um. oh, yeah. Stove God, I like his, you know what I mean? He brought his swag on the joint. He's happy, drug dealer swag. I feel like people don't ever mention 38 special that much. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I fuck with Special. He's the one Spesh. that always does this. And his flow was kind of cool, and and, on, and yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fuck with 38 special. He be bouncing on the track. Yeah, he's good. Um 10 more commandments was dope to me.
0: Yeah, did you like uh the beat?
1: Uh I mean, I don't really remember that much, but yeah, I I think it was I think him. I liked it cuz I liked the song. Um I like West Side. He was cool on the song, you know.
0: Yeah, Guerrero, you know, shout out Eddie, you know.
1: Mr. Child Hall was cool. I like the album. Um, Tyson versus Ali was a cool, like, little yeah. concept. Um, that's what, not that I thought Conway was better than Beans or nothing, but I just had to just see, because I know a lot of people like Conway. So I was like, I wonder if Dan thinks Conway is better than Beanie C. Do
0: you have Feel It in the Air in your catalog? No.
1: I'm going to listen to that song again because why do y'all like that song so much?
0: Hey, man. He just knew how to, like we talked about, some people really know how to talk about pain and struggle in a way that sounds like nobody else can do it. Beanie Siegel is one of those guys. Just like when people say Meek Mill's a special rapper when he talks about his pain and his struggle and his upbringing, some people can tap into that, and they can just do stuff that other people can't. Like even, for example, that's why Beanie Siegel was always rumored to do an album with Scarface. Carface. Scarface is the king of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You listen to This Can't Be Life, Jay-Z, Beanie Siegel, they all have special yeah. verses. But when Scarface comes on with that tone in his voice, you can't beat him. So some people, they can just tap into certain things. Like we know Benny, the. I said Benny, Conway's great. Conway never had to go against a battle with a Jadakiss. He never had to go to lyrical wars. He never had to be on a machine like Rockefeller. He never had to
1: be Jay-Z's pit bull.
0: Exactly. He never had to compete on that level. And Beanie Siegel was looked at as a disappointment because he only went gold. He wouldn't go platinum, but he didn't
1: make mainstream music. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Do you think Beans was a lyrical miracle nigga? Because I don't. No, he's not yeah he's he's that's what, he always make some dope though.
0: rapper i think was biggie but to me he was like a blend of biggie and scarface like he could rap he said but he just said tight stuff with conviction
1: and don't get me wrong feeling in the air is a classic song but i just i don't know i just i don't know i need to listen to it again people it, i mean i don't know i just remember the impact it had when i was when we were younger so and i remember the video people love the video yeah man Method man being a cop, like telling his man's, you know, shit's coming. I actually know of a real life situation like that that I won't speak on, but yeah, that shit really happens in real life.
0: Yeah, man. But uh Tana talk four, I like it. Seven Alchemist beats. You can't go wrong with that. Darringer and bent and beat butcher,
1: do the rest. So Alchemist is Uncle Al, right? Uh yeah, that's what they call him who's the guy rest in peace that passed away with griselda the dj
0: oh man
1: because i almost thought it was let me see i'm about to figure it out right now yeah that's benny the butchers uh he was the beat he used to make beats
0: and all that all right, i feel bad dj but... shea yeah there you go r.i.p
1: to him because yeah. i kept thinking like wait a minute he always calls says uncle al a lot is that alchemist in And not to cut you off, Alchemist did his thing, but once again, that boy is sleepy. Once
0: again, he makes thousands of beats. These niggas pick it. That nigga is sleepy. Hey, man. Sleepy. Is Johnny P's Caddy a sleepy beat?
1: Nah, not really. It has a lot of, like, like, oomph in it. Sounds like it's cold outside. Do you like that it's
0: track one, the intro? I felt like that was kind of weird.
1: Mm, don't make me no. It don't make me no damn sample. difference. Don't make me no damn difference. But I don't know. I don't know.
0: Shout out <laughs> Boldy James. He killed his verse. I mean, this ten was okay. Four, yeah, it's good. It's what you expect from Griselda. It's kind of the same album they've been doing for years. Which plugs is- I met
1: too. I mean, plugs I met to me is my favorite Benny album still.
0: I mean, because it's an EP.
1: And the beats are fucking crazy.
0: Let me see. Who made the beats on that?
1: I couldn't find that. I was looking that up. I know he says Uncle Al a few times on it. But, like, the beat he did with Pusha. Even the, the sample joint he did with Black Thought. And, like, the, the features on that one is just stupid, bro. Like, Jada Kiss, Black Thought, Pusha T, 38 Special. Like, let me see. Plugs I Met.
0: I'm on Genius.com because you know album credits are dead, and if you don't, if nobody uploaded the joint on Wikipedia, you won't know who did what.
1: Do you like RJ Payne? Are you a fan of him? No. So you, do, but, you, do you you like Stove God more than him? Yes. Do you like Thirty Eight Special at all? You're not a fan of him, right?
0: Yeah, he's okay.
1: Do you like him more than RJ Payne? Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah let me Spain. see oh see rest in peace see uh track one of plugs i met yeah i think that's just the intro it's just yeah it's a sample from wolves by dead prez track two the black Thought song produced by dj shea
1: i love that beat
0: yeah track three sunday school featuring 38 special jada kiss derringer track four dirty harry with featuring conway and rj Payne derringer and beat butcher track five money to the plugs house alchemist
1: yeah track
0: six that, 18 wheeler would push a t dj Shea,
1: dj Shea killed that beat yeah it's focused like he killed that damn that's crazy all right seven i didn't know i didn't know he was that nice
0: yeah five to fifty featuring his baby boo india produced by alchemist
1: i love that song
0: yeah, so see, I mean, DJ that sounds Jay, like an
1: Alchemist beat, though.
0: Yeah, DJ. That's that T. That's actually
1: the Alchemist I like.
0: Yeah, old school Alchemist, two thousands.
1: Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, it reminds yes, me of something. That's, that's what I'm
0: on. saying. He makes a lot of beats. You pick what you want. That's what producers right. do, man.
1: Yeah, true, true.
0: <laughs> but hey, rest in peace, DJ Shay. Who knows what the next album? Because. I'm assuming his next album is going to be his major label debut on Def Jam. I don't know what to expect of that. Maybe it's going to be more like the Burden of Proof album with Hit Boy, which you don't like, and it wasn't the best yet. I agree with you. Plugs I Met is still his pinnacle.
1: You know how sick sick I am? What? For some reason, I didn't listen to Plugs I Met, too.
0: Oh, that, that doesn't surprise me.
1: Is it good? Let's see. I'm about to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it. Harry Fraud, does he do all of them? Yeah. Those white boys love these kind of rappers.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they can still be their hip-hop selves.
1: La Musica, Harry Fraud. Shout out to him. Dope producer.
0: When did I'm trying to remember. Maybe I didn't listen to Plugs I Met 2 either.
1: When did this come out <laughs> Last year,
0: oh Oh, no, I did hear this. Yeah, I didn't really care about
1: two chains is on it. Yeah, in French, Montana. Yeah, oh my god, what am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) Those are two people I run away from.
0: Hey, they're both legends, though. They would French, are they they rap hall of famers?
1: Ah, no, no disrespect to two chains. I got all respect for him, but the other guy, I mean, come on. Frenchie. Well, French has he's I mean Max B, um you know, Smack DVD stuff. Come on, man. Um, I liked when he was with uh um Dame Grease.
0: Yeah, come on, man.
1: I love the old French Montana, I can't even lie. Yeah,
0: man. Mac and Cheese 2. I love I love Mac and Cheese 3 as well.
1: But this new French, oh my god.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I ain't worried about nothing. Shout out Chris Blackstar. Remember, he used to love that song. I ain't worried about nothing. Nigga ain't worried
1: about nothing. I mean, I don't know if he really loved it. Our, his his uh, the homie Marcus used to love it.
0: Oh, uh, true. I felt like Chris used to play that a lot.
1: But um, you I mean, nah, they're not rap hall of famers, bro. There's not too many rap hall of famers from the last decade.
0: Hmm. This ain't the
1: NBA where we let niggas like Russell Westbrook get in there.
0: Oh, uh, what Russell Westbrook? You top mean 75? the guy that led, yeah? You think you mean the guy that led the league in scoring twice and like assist twice and as top seventy
1: five? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, get out of here, nigga. Oh you he ain't Let's no see. goddamn top seventy five. He is. Yeah, whatever.
0: See, this is what <laughs> happens just because he's bad. Now you forget his whole career.
1: Yeah, right, nigga. What his whole career on bad teams? Never winning with Kevin Durant. Never winning with James Harden. Get out of here. I don't got time for that.
0: Yeah. Who, when did they lose? Who were they going against? Do you remember that? They went against the Miami Heat and then they broke up the team. <laughs> what are you talking about? James Harden was in Houston in like four months after they lost in the finals. That team was dead after that.
1: Hey, man, Russell Westbrook plays blindfold at 100 miles per an power. And he, gets, he averages triple doubles on the Wizards and shit. Yeah, and he also um,
0: did it on the thunder and didn't he do it on the rockets or not nah, he didn't do it on the rockets yeah no Probably he isn't. needed those numbers too
1: he only does it when he plays on a bad team with nobody hey they made them even playoffs. though he had big
0: triple double he makes the playoffs yeah whatever okay it's the truth
1: yeah whatever you
0: guys are sick in the head man let's hey, just man. go into this now let's just go into this now because The next topic was about scoring champions and Russell Westbrook, two-time scoring champion. But now his career means nothing, right? Because he doesn't play the way you want to like. You want to see the game.
1: Hey, man, he's no D-Way. Okay. They both don't have jumpers, but D-Way is way more efficient. He has cooler dunks. He's actually crossed up people and made them fall. Russell Westbrook's never done crossed up people and made them fall. And he doesn't have swaggy dunks. You know how I judge sports. Yeah, aesthetics
0: mm-hmm. only. All that right. Let's not tough. deal with aesthetics. Let's deal with numbers for this one. This was tweeted by the NBA yesterday. There have been seven 50 point games halfway in March. And the last time a month had seven was March. 2019, the last time a month had more than seven 50-point games is December 1962. So what does that mean? It means that the pace of basketball is back and forth like it was in the 60s. That's why a lot of those guys have big numbers back then, because the pace of the game was so fast and the bricks were abundant that everybody was putting up numbers. And now in today's game, the spacing combined with the rule changes to make the game, you know, not as physical and to give the advantage to the offensive player, it gives everyone space to create. So that's why we're seeing an influx in numbers. Is this the most talented air of the NBA? Probably so. I I think so. A lot of people say that. I believe it is. And it's also allowed to be the most talented because the game is free-flowing. But there's discussions about who's the most skilled this, who's the greatest that. And on Sunday, Jamal was mad at Kevin Durant because he didn't score enough for you, right?
1: He didn't didn't have enough uh, 50 and 60-point games for me.
0: Yeah, he never scored 60 in an NBA game.
1: Yeah, yeah, trash. Because he's, like, the best scorer ever. What the fuck? What is he doing? Drop 60 on these niggas. Devin Booker scored 70.
0: Yeah, Devin Booker did that when he was on a bad team and they let him take all the shots. Kevin Durant, hey, man, he's played with a lot of good players his whole career. He's played with three people that eventually became scoring champions and Westbrook, Harden, and Steph. He plays with Kyrie Irving, who's so good, one of the best scorers ever, but he'll never win a scoring title because he plays with. A- Cause he played with LeBron and now Kevin Durant, so hey. And
1: Kevin Durant plays basketball how it's supposed to be played, so. Eh. I mean, I just, I just think he's. Sometimes like, you he know, need
0: to be more aggressive to win.
1: You do, and I think that's why he doesn't have as many rings as he should have. But I think I just want to give him credit for not just being a jack boy, you know. But yeah, he needs more sixty point games, dog. He's like one of the best scorers ever, ever. And you don't have a 60-point game. And Kyrie just did that shit. Okay. 6'3. 6'2. Six, six, makes it even worse.
0: <laughs> what, Little niggas <laughs> isn't supposed to score like that?
1: No. Has Iverson scored 60 points?
0: Uh, I mean, that's a different era of basketball. Like I said, I don't know. Let's see. Allen Iverson, career high. 60. Yeah, it's 2005.
1: Come on. come on, KD. I mean, he's dro- he drops 50 and 40, and he can sneeze 35 on you. But still, come on, KD. Give us a 63. I mean, even K- uh, Melo has scored 60 points. Like, come on, dog.
0: Hey, man. Greatest scores of all time. I went through. It. Everybody always talks about regular season scoring titles, which is important. But I thought, hey, let me look at post see Who led the league in scoring? In the postseason, and let's add that up and see who is the greatest scorer of all time based on regular season scoring titles and postseason scoring titles. So I went on basketballreference.com, best website in the world, and I just did this exercise for a couple hours. And this is what I came up with Michael Jeffrey Jordan. 10 regular season scoring titles, (laughs) 10 times he led the playoffs in scoring. That's 20. That's number one by far. Four letters. Yeah, G-O-A-T, man. Number two, Kevin Durant. Four regular season scoring titles, five times he led the postseason in scoring. Number three, Wilton Norman Chamberlain. Now, me basketball begins modern basketball and the nba begins when the aba and the nba merge in the 75 76 season or was this oh no it was the 76 77 season so stuff that happens before that eh? but hey i'll still say it
1: bill bill russell the greatest ever
0: well seven regular season scoring titles in the playoffs he only led the postseason and scoring once which is interesting George Gervin who many people will say is 1.0 of Kevin Durant he led the regular season in scoring four times and the postseason five times so he has nine just like KD so it's cool that people say hey George Gervin is the prototype of Kevin Durant and then you look at the numbers and hey they're similar so that's cool Allen Iverson led the regular season and scored four times, postseason twice, so that's six. Um, who else? Kobe, led the regular season and scoring twice, playoffs three times, five. Who else? Kareem has seven, two in the regular season, five in the playoffs. Bob McAdoo has four. LeBron has four. And then... Harden has three combined, Shaq has three combined, and Steph has two. Hmm. So that was just a little exercise to say, hey, who are the best scores? So we obviously see Michael Jeffrey Jordan is by far and away number one. But number two, Kevin Durant and George Gervin nine. So... You might look at it and say, Hey, you never had one big scoring outburst, but he's shown in his consistency that he's always been one of the best scorers. Now, I saw Nikki Wright, Fox Sports Great, talk about LeBron is a better scorer (laughs) than Kevin Durant because he scored more points in a game. See, you can do that, but then you're lying to yourself. That's why I look at the average, because that shows the consistency. And in the average, LeBron, you've led the league in scoring once. Maybe you'll get a number two this year. KD's done it four times. KD so, did it on. when he was
1: young. That was baby KD. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's he was he's way better now. But it, because of that, he plays on better teams, so that he won't get a scoring title. So I mean, it is what it is. But how do you feel about these scoring outbursts? Like we had back to back days this week. Or yeah, that what. Kyrie scored 60 and Carl Anthony Towns scored 60. Do you think that this era of the NBA is the best you've ever seen? No. Why not?
1: I think that I think that it's almost like hmm, I can't really compare it to that. I think I don't I don't I just think Let me help you then. <laughs> Let me help
0: you with this. Do you think that it's kind of like how football is now inflated with passing stats so that (laughs) it makes it look like all these quarterbacks are better today when it's just that people throw more today
1: yes exactly like that and yeah because the defense i feel like in the nba isn't as good i feel like players don't really i can't really gauge this but i feel like players don't care as much um as like they used to there's not that many real rivalries You know what I'm saying? Everybody's paid and chilling. They all grew up with each other. And you already know what I think. I think the 90s is the best era. Because I count niggas like Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Kobe. I count them as 90s niggas. I know a lot of them had their primes in
0: in the 2000s. But
1: they were still lethal weapons in the 90s. Like the 90s, like if you just look at everybody who was in the 90s, Allen Iverson, Shaq, the 90s is crazy. Penny, Gary Payton, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, the 90s is wow.
0: Uh. Who? Grant Hill.
1: Yeah, like the 90s is crazy. Like the 90s to me is the best. People want to say oh they was babies, they was babies. Like we just talked about baby Durant getting four scoring titles. Like niggas were still nice in the 90s? Just because they was young doesn't mean they wasn't nice. So to me the 90s is better than today there's a lot of like and i don't know for some reason it seems like there's not like the nba like like stars aren't as maybe i'm wrong because they probably weren't they probably were uh weren't as big as they were back then either but it seems like stars aren't as big anymore
0: In in general or just in basketball
1: in basketball like i feel like like Larry Johnson was a star back then. I feel yeah, like he this... was
0: a star because he dressed like a grandma.
1: Not because of his dunks.
0: I mean, yeah, that was a part of it. But he was a star because he dressed as a grandma. He was grandma. He was on family matters because he dressed like a grandma. How he come like a grandma? He wouldn't have that.
1: How come Hakeem doesn't seem like he was that much of a star, even though he was a, an amazing player? because
0: he's a brother that stays to himself and i don't know if america wants a muslim to sell stuff to them
1: oh true that makes sense um grant hill was a star for a little while with his felice um penny hardaway was a star
0: like you see the kimbe mutumbo is the star because he's a nice guy and he has the signature celebration no no no
1: um sean kemp doesn't seem like he was like a star even though his dunks and shit were crazy yeah
0: yeah, had he swag just,
1: but um i don't know what do you think you think the 90s is better you think today is better i think when you say better you might be talking about just overall skill and like packages that they have which they all have more skill sets but i just think the 90s they were it was just better more players in my opinion
0: i don't know i feel like today you can argue just looking at every roster i feel like every team on that And the NBA has an all-star on their roster. You can't say that in the past. I feel like, yeah, literally every team has an all-star or a former all-star. You can't say that in the past, I don't think. And it was like, a lot of these guys are young. Even someone like LeBron being 37 and potentially leading the league in scoring is crazy. There was nothing like a Joel Embiid in the 90s. A big man that moves like a guard or like I mean, Hakeem,
1: Hakeem moved kind of like a guard. I know what you mean though, not and like Joel. Wasn't,
0: he wasn't shooting threes and doing fadeaways like Michael Jordan and Kobe. If you look at what there was literally a highlight package someone did showing Michael Jordan's moves, Kobe, and then Joel Embiid. He's literally he doesn't do he doesn't move like Hakeem. He moves like a guard. We didn't but
1: see not But what if he doesn't ever get a ring like Hakeem did?
0: okay that's oh that's a team sport how came won a championship when michael jordan retired is, who is lebron james never retired how can i be mad at that
1: well lebron james team is some ass right now
0: yeah but who is in the east
1: oh, reigning yeah. champions
0: and, the, the, who, and who and and who is your sidekick joel and b james harden
1: yeah he's not so winning that with that guy.
0: He, yeah what do you want me to do with that
1: He needs to leave. Joel needs to leave and go somewhere else. He needs to go play. We never
0: saw a point guard like Jokic running offense in the 90s. We didn't see a Giannis in the 90s. We didn't have a Steph Curry shooting from 40 feet.
1: Did you see a Giannis in the 80s or 70s?
0: No, that's what I'm saying. It's just like Giannis is like an evolution of Kevin Garnett. It's like, yeah, people are evolving. We're seeing newer versions Like, even LeBron, he's Magic Johnson on steroids. We're seeing new versions. Like, even Trey Young. Giannis
1: isn't like, so Giannis isn't like a, and basketball people, please forgive me, don't be too mean. Giannis isn't like a uh, Dr. J, because I feel like he used to, like, be in the paint dunking on niggas a lot.
0: Julius Servant is 6'7", Giannis is 6'11"
1: that's true but I feel like but julius ervin did he shoot jumpers
0: julius ervin is 210 pounds Giannis is 40
1: did did julius ervin shoot a lot what did dave what about david robinson what was his game like
0: yeah he's a mid-range shooter inside oh. outside game
1: he, he was a lamarcus down, he's a center was he a turnaround brother
0: yeah
1: hmm. there's no shacks though
0: yeah, because the game has evolved. They don't want players to post up. They want the centers to face up. That's what was why Chris, we Carl Anthony Towns as a center make, winning the three-point contest. That wasn't about, happening in the 90s.
1: What about Chris Mullen?
0: What, a white guy that can shoot? That's everybody in the NBA today. Everybody shoots threes.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. And the
0: game evolved.
1: Of course, it's supposed to.
0: Exactly. Obviously. So it's So it's better today no chris mullen in the 90s was a star today he would make yeah he would still be a star but i don't know i mean
1: latrell was doing his thing when he was young
0: yeah latrell spreewell he made first team all nba and if you look at his numbers it ain't that crazy (laughs) what do you
1: average like 16 or something
0: 94 see when michael jordan left First-team All-NBA, Latrell Spreewell, 21 points, 4.9 rebounds, 4.9 assists, or 4.7 assists, 2.2 steals. Very good. But that's first-team All-NBA? Not in today's era.
1: That's because they today they're not getting elbowed in the face. Okay. Um, Tim Hardaway was doing his thing.
0: And he shot 43% from the field that season Ooh. let's look at for example trey young he's not making any all nba this year trey young this year is averaging 28 points <laughs> damn god damn 3.8 rebounds nine and a half assists he's shooting 38 from three 45.6 from the field he shoots more threes than latrell took the whole season he averages 7.8 threes a game. Latrell Sprewell that season took 4.8 threes a game. Decent, but that's my point. Like Latrell Sprewell was first team All NBA doing that. Trey <laughs> Young isn't making any All NBA team. He's averaging 28 right now.
1: Damn, Bradley Bill
0: crazy. two years ago was averaging 30 a game and he didn't make the All Star team. Yeah, that's That was crazy. the first time that ever happened. Because when you crazy. average 30 a game, you're supposed to make the All Star game. But in today's era where it's so deep, you can't sometimes. The NBA is so deep today, they can add two teams and it won't be like oh, inflated. Like that's one thing in the 90s that happened. Expansion happened too quickly. And then there was a, like a talent in, uh, lack of talent in a Vacuum. certain point. Yeah. You, you won't do that in today's NBA because it is more talent.
1: What's going on with Bradley Beal, man? I hate seeing news about him. They always pretend like he's going to leave, but he never leaves. Like, what's, what's going don't on? Don't
0: worry about him. He's having surgery. We'll worry about him next year. Man, he's not that important to talk about. But, uh, deal? huh?
1: Nothing. Go ahead. Nothing.
0: Go ahead. My say
1: nothing it was just i just just popped up in my head i mean i'll just i don't know de- demar de rosen just crossed i don't know he just crossed my mind yeah, so. see, demar de rosen
0: people were talking about him being in the mvp race not anymore but yeah he's still gonna be first team all nba what, ha- what happened the team started losing more
1: i <laughs> know they had aren't they dealing with injuries
0: yeah everybody deals with injuries it's a part of sports Jokic has been playing with without jamal murray all year and he's still carrying the nuggets while lebron loses anthony davis and he doesn't know what to do so hey it is yeah
1: you thought that nigga was so nice anthony davis he is (laughs) he is but you thought he was like oh my god it's like you thought you could put him next to tim duncan and kg You thought he was better than Giannis. get out of here
0: When did I say he was better than Giannis? You said
1: it before a few years ago. Yeah, like
0: three years ago, maybe, before Giannis took the leap, he
1: was. (laughs) You know how I say D-Wade is a guard that plays center? Yeah. Anthony Davis is a center that plays guard. He gets moved around.
0: Yeah, ever since he joined the Lakers and tried to bulk up and get more muscle in his body. He kind of lost his swag. Like he's 253. I don't think he's supposed to be that heavy. And that's probably why he falls every time and he doesn't look fluid as an athlete anymore.
1: And it sucks that Boogie had to go through all that injury because he would have been better than Anthony Davis. I don't know about that, but coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah, that that wasn't happening.
0: They don't don't forget that the Kings traded Boogie away to the Pelicans so he could help Anthony Davis. But uh, let's end this podcast with your favorite athlete of all time, the GOAT of football, maybe the GOAT of all sports.
1: Okay, so wait, first of all, if Um, we're going to do that, Bill Russell is the greatest basketball player of all time. All right, now go ahead. Now go ahead. He's not. Go ahead. Go ahead. Segway. Tom Brady
0: is back. That brother was home for three weeks and said enough of this family stuff. I got to put a franchise on my back the greatest football player of all time is back. How do you feel about it? Are you excited?
1: Yes, because these quarterbacks, besides like the six, seven good ones that we have, um, these niggas suck. So I'm kind of happy that Tom Brady's back because I don't want to look at Mitch Trubisky and no disrespect, you know, shout out um, Miami North, (laughs) shout out my Miami Northwestern, but there's a lot of Teddy Bridgewaters and you know what I mean? like. Uh Jimmy <laughs> Um Yeah, and fucking Justin Fields. Oh, my gosh. like Get this nigga out of here.
0: <laughs> he, was he, one, he had one season.
1: You already know how I feel about Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah, and he's not that yeah, fast. But, yeah, I'm happy Tom Brady's back. We need, like, a real nigga quarterback. Because uh, Ryan Tannehill, like, come on, dog. You believe them.
0: I tried to tell you he was boo-boo for years.
1: I need Matt Ryan to go to Tennessee though on, come, on, come on over next door, man. It's only about four hours away come on to come on down to Nashville, even though I'm a Ravens fan, but um that's
0: confused. he has no team y'all.
1: I'm not a Titans fan. I'm a Ravens fan hey, he has no known. team He doesn't Ra- teams flock I'm with the flock Ravens all day, and um Tom Brady's not the greatest Ed Reed is. The greatest, Ed Reed's better than him, Calvin Johnson's better than him, Ray Sanders is better than him, Ray Lewis is better than him. If Tom Brady's the greatest football player ever, then Bill Russell's the greatest basketball player ever.
0: But that's the difference. Bill Russell isn't the greatest because he was a guy that was a very important player on teams that won a lot. But it was the, you know, the pre-modern era of the NBA. So it's like, Bill Russell, you're a center shooting 44% from the field. What am I supposed to do with that? Trey Young is shooting 44% from the field and he's little and he shoots threes all day. So, I mean, that's why Bill Russell is in the GOAT. He didn't play in the modern NBA and he wasn't diamond statistically. His best skill was rebounding the ball. We don't worship that anymore. We phased those guys out the game.
1: Tom Brady is not the greatest because he had a bitch-ass tuck rule that helped him. He had the greatest kicker in fucking history that won all the Vincent Super Tucker's Bowls. Tucker's better him.
0: than Adam Vinatieri. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, now. But at the time, Adam Vinatieri was the greatest, and he won all those Super Bowls because they only won by like three points. He yeah, and Tom Super Brady Bowl.
0: put them in field goal range.
1: And Willie McGinnis and Ty Law and Lawyer Malloy and Teddy uh, Bruschi and, and Vincent Wilfork, all those niggas won the rings more And what happened when comedy. they left
0: and he still kept winning a decade later. he also had
1: he still had the greatest coach ever so he's always attached to greatest kicker greatest coach fucking tuck punk ass tuck rules bad calls in afc championship games that allowed him to pass that's sports and spy gate deflate gate it's just too much bullshit and he's just not a better fucking football player than ed reed He's the greatest because he's the most accomplished. He's also, he's nice. I ain't going to take it away. He got better throughout his career. And he's definitely no scrub at all. He just led the
0: NFL in passing yards and touchdowns last year at 44. He's still the man.
1: Yeah, with all those receivers.
0: Hey, why not? How many wide receivers did the Rams just win with? You make it seem like nobody else can have these guys. Everybody. The Rams don't even have a wide receiver
1: that's better than Mike Evans. What are you talking about? And Chris Godwin,
0: F. Cooper Cup. he just had. I don't want to hear about
1: no goddamn Cooper Cup. Get that shit out of here.
0: Do you know there's only four wide receivers that have ever gotten the triple crown? I don't care. Do you know that, though?
1: No. So you know how hard
0: it is if only four people have done it
1: shout out cooper cup he did his thing but nigga, you know the of... four
0: people who have do you know the three other people who've done it it actually made me respect your man more because steve smith is one of them and the other two is jerry rice and sterling sharp so oh, that i lets told you so. know how hard that is in the history of the nfl we four guys have done it
1: you already know how i feel about sterling I Gotta sharp. respect it you know how i feel about sterling sharp and steve smith you know those are both my guys yeah
0: and cooper cup is up there
1: I respect Cooper Cup. You know what I'm saying? I, I fuck with him. He, do, he did Super Bowl MVP. But, but it's not Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah,
0: they're better. Come on you
1: know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's not that. So, Tom Brady, like I said, if you allow Tom Brady to be the greatest, then Bill Russell has to be the greatest in basketball. You can't have He's, it your way. He's no, that's because Tom Brady is not better than Ray Lewis. He's just not. If you are a football player, maybe you will disagree. But I think Ray Lewis was a better football player. I think Barry Sanders was a better football player. I think Ed Reed was a better football player. I'm sorry. Like, is this too many tuck rules, kickers, defense, greatest coach ever, all that shit tied to it? I'm not going for it. I'm sorry. You know
0: how you become the greatest coach ever? You have the greatest player ever. Same he thing wasn't the
1: greatest know. forever, though, like in the beginning.
0: Yeah, but the same thing happens. Does Phil Jackson, do people call Phil Jackson the greatest if he didn't coach Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan was already an MVP and a scoring champion and defensive player of the year before he had Phil Jackson as a coach. So it's the chicken or the egg who makes who. The hey, players at but- the end of the day are the ones that make the impact on the field or on the court or whatever surface. It's the athletes that dictate things. The coach can say whatever he wants, the players have to do it.
1: Hey, man, you got Spygate, you got Deflategate, you even got Pedgate gate when they were all using performance enhancing drugs too. his patriots I
0: thought that team. was i thought that was your brother ray lewis allegedly with his antler spray
1: well in 2007 um his defense julian edelman all the niggas his running backs were all using performance enhancement shit
0: julian edelman was on the patriots in
1: 2007 yeah he must be confusing people 2018 so sorry but still he's always had players like there's a whole list of all the Patriots cheating shit throughout the years,
0: yeah, everybody. And I'm still, they just. And I'm still
1: roll. scrolling.
0: Everybody cheats.
1: That Tuck rule was some bullshit.
0: Hey, they didn't create the rule. That's what I'm saying. You blaming him for the referees?
1: They created Ron the Brady rule on the right there on
0: the spot. Ron Brady was a nobody back then. That's
1: the point. They created the rule on the spot. His team, because he was on the Patriots, is why he the Patriots were nobodies. They
0: never even won a Super Bowl at that point. They were nobodies. Hey man, Bill Belichick was a nobody back then.
1: Hey, like I said, man, Tom Brady's not the greatest. I mean,
0: if you're implying that the NFL referees created that rule on the spot, are you saying that the NFL's wrestling and all these winners are predetermined?
1: I'm saying that you got to give up Michael Jordan, bro. You can't have Tom Brady and Jordan. You're either gonna have Tom Brady and Bill Russell or Jordan and who's one of the, who's the real greatest football player who's not hey, Tom like
0: I say, Bill Russell, you can't has have it both your way because Bill Russell only led the NBA in rebounding and, and he wasn't the dominant player of his era. Hey man, I'm the sorry, dominant buddy. player of Tom Brady's era is Tom Brady, the dominant uh, player of Michael Jordan's me. era is Michael Jordan.
1: Tom Brady's the not the
0: team of Bill Russell's era is the Celtics, but he's not the dominant player.
1: Tom Brady's Bruce not Daniel the dominant player of his era to me. Sorry.
0: But he was. No, he wasn't. He leads the He went
1: 10 years without winning the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, and he was still good winning the division every year. He's not LeBron
1: James. He's not like a LeBron who goes to the finals eight years in a row. What are you talking about?
0: But it's easier to do that in basketball where you have a seven-game series, so the best player wouldn't win normally. And as we know, the AFC back then was the harder conference while the East, and the NBA was the easier conference.
1: His defense and his kicker won his first three Super Bowls. It went ten years, and he and put he his felt...
0: team in position every time. The NFL went in a transition
1: night. period. NFL went through a transition period, and he started beating a few babies or people who let him win, like the fucking Seahawks, which was bullshit, so and, like I was like I said, NFL, and I was passing fans. and I was passing was The NFL
0: wrestling—it was the, all of this made
1: up. That was a passing appearance on the Seahawks. The nigga hit the receiver before he even hit touched the ball, and then after he beat a few babies with some and like, and the fucking Falcons gave it away. Like I'm not giving him no fucking greatest football football player ever. Nigga. He's not better than Barry Sanders. I'm sorry. That just not to me. He is sorry. Than Barry Sanders. No, he's not. No, he's not.
0: Barry Sanders, all that highlight stuff didn't amount to much wins because quarterbacks are what matters the most because he
1: plays for the worst franchise in NFL. Well, the yes. second worst after the commanders in NFL history.
0: Nah, the Lions are the worst. They never go nah, the to a Super Bowl.
1: No, nah, the Commanders are.
0: How when the Lions have had two all-time greats that they made retire early. <laughs> Nothing beats that. You made niggas give up at 30. <laughs> what the hell hey, are you man. talking about? They never Do you know the last time the Lions won a playoff game? In the 50s? Just look it up, man. I don't even Hey know. man.
1: Hey man, commanders are family to the Lions. Um, they're family well, they're with the, the Browns, the family with the Browns. I think the last time and, the
0: Lions lost the family
1: them. with the Jags. So if you're a Commanders fan out there, you might as well be a Lions fan. Because you most likely, unless you're like born in the 80s or 70s, you don't know the last about time winning.
0: the Lions won a playoff game is
1: 1992. You Yeah, Commanders, baby. Same time they last time they won something.
0: Now the last time they the uh redskins won a playoff game was 2005 i believe
1: damn Hmm. thought it was more than that i thought it was like yep,
0: 2005 god damn
1: yep it's almost 20 years
0: Eh, 15 yeah it's only yeah, it's 30 years on it's 30 years of the lines
1: 30 i was talking about the commanders
0: yeah it's 15 years almost 20 yeah
1: Well, it's not you guys' fault, it's that owner you have. But still, man, I mean, I don't don't know, man. I just, I don't don't think Tom Brady's the greatest. I'm not doing it, I'm sorry. He's not the greatest to me. I I like uh, Ed Reed more. I like Calvin Johnson more. I don't like niggas that just have a great coach and stack teams and cheating to win, sorry.
0: Hey, man, you ain't
1: trying, you
0: ain't like the same goes. You ain't cheating if you ain't trying,
1: man. You ain't trying if you ain't cheating
0: antler spray what the hell was that
1: leave ray lewis alone
0: yeah boy that's another stuff i'm gonna get him one day still never put out that rap song i was looking for what's yeah, wrong tom with
1: brady's that? down with maga fuck out of here
0: what's wrong with making america great again
1: yeah whatever nigga
0: you don't want to make america great
1: tb fucking 12
0: man you're mad why does that piss you off
1: <laughs> you better start preaching he's playing ray lewis's rap song and he didn't win with randy moss you're not great if you can't win with randy moss fuck out of here i
0: mean randy moss never won a super bowl that's just so what he's there for him. he never
1: had that good of quarterbacks dante was pretty cool but that randy was it.
0: moss was supposed to be in the super bowl when they went to the uh the one that the Falcons went to, but their kicker missed the extra. The, nah, the kicker missed the field goal. I remember that.
1: What was it? It was no, it wasn't Morton. He one played. Of those,
0: for the it probably was Morton Anderson. But like I say, hey,
1: he played for the Fal- Vikings before the Falcons, right? Or
0: yeah, he's a kicker. Who cares about his career? But Shit. that's my point, though. Hey, they got in the field goal range. The kicker didn't make it. So hey, that's the game. But then Randy Moss. Yeah, he didn't have Adam
1: Vinatieri like uh, Tom Brady.
0: Adam Vinatieri, you didn't know about him until he was a Patriot. That's my Hey, point. they didn't
1: have – I'm just saying if Randy Moss had uh, Adam Vinatieri, he probably would have he a ring with like Tom Brady. Adam
0: Vinatieri, oh, no, nah, he was gone from the Patriots by then in 2007.
1: Yeah, he was gone. And then that's why it took him so long to win again. Who? Tom Brady.
0: Nah, I just think the team wasn't as good anymore. All and
1: Eli guys. beat his ass twice. That defense whooped his ass twice.
0: Hey, man. That's why Michael Jordan is the king. He's the only all-time great that's never lost in the finals. Even Bill Russell lost in the finals once. Brady has lost in the Super Bowl what three times? Kobe's, hey, better. Kobe's
1: better. Kobe's better. Kobe's more of a, a goat than Tom Brady. Why? Because he is.
0: It doesn't even make sense.
1: Well, doesn't have to. Kobe's Think about it.
0: probably not even top ten basketball player of all time. But that's another story. Yes,
1: he me. is. He scored eighty-one.
0: I don't care about like I said. You care about big scoring totals. I don't. I care more about
1: consistency. Yes, five championships.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: And he went through one of the hardest. Like he played, he 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 had to beat a lot like big win teams to get his rings.
0: Yeah, and he had Shaquille O'Neal doing a lot of the heavy work for the first three.
1: Wasn't the West nice when he won his last two?
0: I mean
1: that nigga didn't it wasn't a it wasn't nuggets, a cakewalk.
0: The Nuggets, the Jazz the,
1: wasn't it? Uh, what is wasn't Phoenix nice?
0: They never even made the finals. They were the good regular season team, but in the playoffs, they always shrunk up.
1: I'm just that saying he was, went his, are his conference.
0: Against, are you scared against Dallas?
1: Saying his conference wasn't like LeBron's uh Eastern Conference.
0: Yeah, but I'm asking how scary was it? The Spurs they didn't go. They were like the Patriots. They didn't win a championship for 10-plus years either, almost.
1: LeBron lost to Dwight Howard and Jameer Nelson. In yeah, Tur- but who was
0: his number two and number three? Mo Williams and, and what? And Turkaloo. And Turkaloo. Yeah.
1: Niggas like Mo Williams and Link- and uh, Larry Hughes.
0: <laughs>
1: Larry Hughes was a lot of people's favorite player.
0: I never heard that in my life. That's what shit, I heard shit. that a few times. Larry Hughes. Yeah, and I, heard a few, I
1: knew a few niggas that that was their favorite player. I'm not even going to lie.
0: Those brothers needed help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought the same crumbos. thing. Man. If Larry Hughes is your favorite basketball player, I'm praying. Or ever for was. Yeah, I'm praying for you, brother.